This is the Extra Point, week 14, time to do some picks. I am here with Bobby. Matt will be joining us shortly. Bobby, what's up, buddy? Uh, nothing, man. Good to finally, you know, be back on here, you know, in the beginning of a show, you know, instead of having to call in. You know, things have been kind of crazy here as of late. Right. But uh, get back in the swing of things. Well, we're glad Great to rock. have you back in the uh, swing of things. Glad you're happy and healthy. And uh, it's going to be sure. good. Speaking of happy and healthy, we had a certain player get a couple negative tests today. And I know you want to touch base on that. So why don't you go ahead? Yeah. So apparently everybody knows about. You know, on a Tuesday night, you know, the Dallas-Baltimore game, mm-hmm. Des Bryant obviously very hyped up to play that game. Yes. Uh, you know, he said it wasn't a revenge game by any means, but definitely a game that he had circled on his calendar. And um, just getting pulled literally, you know, minutes before kickoff. I think it was like 20 minutes or whatnot. But pretty shitty situation, to be honest. And then, you know, for him to find out, you know, that he tested positive right before kickoff. I guess they tested him, you know, like before he walked out on the field. They have a rapid test, and then they pulled him. And then apparently yesterday he did negative, and today he did negative. So kind of bitter, you know. I can understand his frustration that he's been doing on, you know, saying on Twitter. Just, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all around. It's kind of a crazy situation, and kind of a situation that's. I mean, we really don't. We can't make heads or tails of. I mean, this is the first of its kind. I haven't had anything happen like this all season, and for it to happen while he's out in there, out there doing warmups. I mean, I still feel like, like I said on the show yesterday, I, I think there's more to come with that story. I don't think we've seen the last of it just yet. Yeah, I think the NFL. I think that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to talk about and kind of make an example of how this whole COVID nineteen protocol thing is going to go through um, when it comes to that. These whole negative false negatives type thing um who knows but yeah sucks for him it does it really does uh we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens going forward uh but let's go ahead and jump into these picks we're about our time uh as we're recording we're about a half an hour before kickoff for the new england patriots at six and six and the rams at eight and four they are playing in la in this game uh bobby talk to us about who you think is going to win this game give us your pick yeah so, yeah, we'll go ahead and go with the spread right now. The yep. Rams are at home favored by five points in this game. Obviously, you know, last week, New England, you know, very impressive win, 45 to nothing against the, the uh, L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, mean, I, I see this as a pretty competitive game right here. I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with the Rams in this one, actually 26 to 20. I think the Rams are, um, you know, obviously that trip across the country right there is going to be um, – Play a little bit dividends or not, but I like the Rams in this game, 26 to 20. Um, we'll see. What, I mean, I'll be very anxious to see how New England can um, respond off a blowout win like they had before. But uh, this is going to be competitive. I think both teams are going to come out to play. Both teams are playing for something. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams in this one, 26 20. Dude, I was all set to take the Rams on this one, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to kick myself for for not taking them later, but I'm picking the Patriots. I'm going to roll with New England. They win against the Chargers in dominating fashion. They stay in uh, in L.A. all week, and uh, now they're playing a, a Rams team that, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, they came off a win last week, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy for them. I believe they beat, who did they beat last week? Did they beat Arizona? Was that what it was? They did stay in L.A. I didn't mean to cut you off, so they stayed out there, right? So the whole West Coast, mm-hmm. so they have to. 
Okay. Yeah, they just stayed there. So they 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 beat uh, Arizona last week. That's a good win for them. A good division win. I don't know. I think Bill's gonna get this team rolling late, and they're gonna make a push. Uh, I kind of already counted them out, but they they've just been fighting and fighting and fighting, and and that dominant win just shows some sort of resurgence. I don't know how they won that game that by that much. Me, you know, we were discussing it yesterday, but. I, I don't think Bill Belichick's done on the season just yet, so look for New England uh, to try and hang around. I got them stealing this one in a close one, 21 to 18. Yeah, it'll be a big win for New England, you know, kind of getting on a little bit of a roll here late in the season. You know, Cam Newton getting some confidence built back up. And let me tell you, he needs it. He needs it really bad. Minnesota, 6-6, six and six, uh, starting to work their way back. They're at 500 right now versus Tampa Bay, sitting at 7-5 and five on the season. This game is being played in Tampa. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and I'll start it out. Yeah, so Tampa's at home, favored by 6.5 in this. Tampa's coming, uh, coming home off a of bye week, and uh, Tom Brady's ready to go get some Ws. I, they've got to make a late, late push in this, uh, a late attempt in this season to push towards the playoffs, or, or they're done for. Minnesota has a chance to get back in it, so they're playing for everything right now. So uh, this Tampa Bay team's gonna have to come ready to play. I saw that Evans did not practice today, but I am still taking Tampa Bay in this one, 27 to uh, 20. Yeah, I mean this is gonna be a pretty. Um... Uh, you know, a pretty good matchup right here. Obviously, you know, Tampa, like I said, is favored by six and a half. Minnesota coming off, um, you know, a hard-fought game in overtime win against Jacksonville mm-hmm. last week. Um, uh, I, I just, you know, I just see Tampa, you know, especially late in the season right now. I think Brady, you know, he's one of those guys that kind of thrives late in the season, you know, um, when it's crunch time. It's going to be a close game. I see Dalvin Cook and having a lot, a lot of success. Um, I think te- I think this is going to be really close, obviously, but I like Brady pulling this one out late. I got a pretty high score, and I got Tampa winning 31 to 26. All right, Tampa Bay taking it for both of us in this one. You know, I, this Bucks team, they're they're kind of Jekyll and hiding it right now this season, and they can't be doing that this late into the year. Uh, the Saints won their games with Taysom Hill, so that did not help them at all. Uh, and, and the NFC, albeit has some weaker. Weaker division leaders in some divisions, they still it, it's a cluster in the middle of that pack, so it's really anybody's game still in that division. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. So uh, going into the next one o'clock game that we have, it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals at the Giants. The Giants have been surging as of late in these last few games, and I'm going to tell you now before we get Matt on, he's probably going to pick the the Giants in this game. I have a feeling, but Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and uh, lead us off. Yeah, this is a. <laughs> You know what? There's a lot of good matchups this week, and this one right here, Arizona's on the road, and New York, a very hot football team right now. That's very you know, showing themselves as you know a top. I don't know what their defense is ranked right now, but I know they're in the top ten. You know, coming off a big win, they are ten. Yeah, cool. I mean, just seeing Colt McCoy and you know, um, Alfred Morris, yeah. I mean, uh, the Giants are playing good football right now, man. They're you know the head of the NFC East. Um, Who would have thought? You know them and you know, the Washington football club team, whatever they call it, that are leading the division. I think everybody thought it was going to be Dallas and Philly, you know, and those two, the bottom dwellers. But mm-hmm. that's the kind of season that we have right now. I really like this matchup a lot. Um, a lot of me wanted to take the Giants because I think they're playing hot football right now. Um, but I just see Arizona kind of rebounding in this game. Um, last week, you know, they came off, uh, uh, you know, a, a tough loss, 38-28 to 28 against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been high on this Arizona team. I think they're going to go on the road, and I think they're going to take this win in a very close game, low-scoring game as well, too. I got Arizona winning 17-14. to 14. I think Kyler Murray's going to get it done. 
I see a couple. Um, I don't know who quarter uh, Daniel Jones is back or no. He's back. Like, yeah, he's back. Daniel Jones is back, so I don't know if he's going to have any rust or whatnot. I'm still going to talk about my boys in that secondary there, but I think they're going to make a big play late in the game. But I think this is going to be very competitive. I got Arizona winning 17 to 14. You know, I I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I, I do. Uh, if Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones can limit their turnovers, it, it's going to be a very tight game. I expect both these defenses to step back up. Uh, and but Kyler Murray's got to he's got to lead this team. He's got to show he's that number one pick. He's got a plethora of weapons at his disposal. So. I mean, it's just a matter of them going out there and getting it done. I understand 38 points against you in the week prior doesn't really help, but I mean, come on, we gotta—it's getting to the nitty gritty. You gotta hang in there. That being said, I am taking Arizona in this one in a hell of a close game. I have them winning 21 to 20. I do honestly think a Daniel Jones turnover will be the undoing for this team late, but it, all in all, this Giants team is fighting and they're looking really good. Now they got to hold off Washington, but I mean, at this point. This is if they don't win this game, we are probably more likely than not going to have it at best a 500 division winner in the I, NFC East. They're playing hot ball right now, and they're playing the type of football that you want to play late in the season, especially when it gets cold. You know, strong defense and just control the clock, don't make mistakes. Um, they're playing really good football. Agreed, agreed. So, th- th- another one to keep an eye on this week. Chiefs, Dolphins, 11-1 Chiefs versus the 8-4 and four Dolphins. Dolphins got a really slow start last week versus the Bengals, but were able to finish them off. And uh, Kansas City escapes an extremely close matchup with their division rival Denver Broncos. Go ahead and give us a spread, Bobby. I'll start this one out. Yeah, so let me look at this one here real quick. I'm just going to go down my list. So Kansas City is on the road going to Miami. Kansas City is favored by 7. Kansas City is favored by 7. I also have, have, I have Kansas have City winning it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, who would have thought, you know, going into the season that there would only be a seven-point spread with Kansas City playing in Miami? Right, yeah. you are. It's an extremely close I, spread. Here, that would have been a 14, 13 and a half point spread. Agreed. And and you know what? I actually have Miami covering this one. I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. Uh, Kansas City has showed the weaknesses at times, and I think people are starting to figure them out just a bit. Flores is an excellent head coach, and he's got this team moving in the right direction. I mean, it, uh, from they're completely different than what they were two years ago. I mean, this is nowhere near the Miami Dolphins team of old that we've been we've seen out in this field. So they, they're rolling with confidence. Kansas City needs to be ready to play because it's not going to be a pushover matchup. I think Tua will uh, will take a step in the right direction with his uh, accuracy issues, and and in turn, it'll keep it close. But Kansas City will prevail. Mahomes is going to get this done. Uh, give me the Chiefs in this one, 27 to 24. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of on board with you when it comes to, you know, being a close game like it has right here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously Tua started off a little bit slow last week against Cincinnati, even though, you know, they pulled away and won the game 19 to seven. Um, he's just getting his feet wet. Uh, Kansas city doesn't really threaten, you know, I mean, they have a solid deep, obviously everybody knows about that offense. That offense is going to definitely, um, you know, hard to stop with all those weapons. Miami's, you know, had a surprisingly really good defense this year. I think Tua um, rebounded well in the second half last week. Um, I think at home they might have a uh, – I think he's going to show up a little bit, and I think he's going to make a little bit of a statement and get better week in, week out, and improve every single week. I'm going with a big upset right here, man. I have no choice, no choice but to, man. I'm behind with you and what, uh, you and Matt right now. Mm-hmm. I like so, it. 
make up some ground right now, man. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm actually going with Miami and the upset, 23 to 20, baby. Hey, I like it, man. You know, Miami, they are no slouch, and I think they could get they could get this job done against Kansas City, but they get they have to play some perfect ball. They really do, and maybe have a a, a, a call or two go their way. No turnovers, because when you play a team like Kansas City <clears throat> with that high-powered offense, you cannot turn the ball over and give them a short field because we all know all the weapons that they have, how they can turn those right into points right away. Real quick. Eight and four Titans are taking on the one and 11 Jags. Jags dropped 11 straight games, lose a close one uh, versus the Vikings in overtime last week. Tennessee gets throttled early on by, by Cleveland. And honestly, just, it was all garbage time after that, as they do make end up making it close. Uh, good. Uh, this is a good game for Tennessee to get rolling again. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Yeah. So um, in this game right here, uh, Jacks right here. Tennessee's uh, favored by seven and a half on the road. That's a lot closer, honestly, than I thought it was going to be. I understand it's on the road, but still, I, I really thought it was going to be worse. Uh, go ahead, Bobby. Uh, I mean, you know, Tennessee fell behind, you know, bad real early last week. Derrick Henry really not, you know, that's they're one of those teams right now that if he doesn't get going, you know, they they can't fall behind early because then they got to leave you know, their main, you know, force, obviously. Right. You can't abandon the running game. When you dig, dig a big hole – it's hard to uh, get him involved in the game. I don't see that happening this week against Jacksonville. I think you, they're gonna, you're going to see a heavy dose of Derrick Henry, and I think he's going to have a really big game. They're going to give him the ball, pound, pound, pound. They need to get this win. Uh, Jacks, I mean, I think Jax is going to fight, you know, early on in this game. But, um, I mean, Jacksonville and the Jets right now are playing for, you know, that number one pick. Yeah. So it's like I'm not saying that, you know, I don't believe that teams, you know, purposely lose or whatnot, you know, to get that pick. Um, but I got I got Tennessee one this one kind of going away, thirty to fourteen. I think Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry goes for about a buck fifty. Yeah, so they shut down Derrick Henry in the first matchup. I think he does take advantage of him. So he will take advantage of them, but I, I don't know if it's going to be as many as you said, one fifty, Bobby. I think it's going to be more like maybe one ten. Maybe 115, but they're still going to get the win in this one pretty handedly. Uh, 28 to 10, lots of turnovers by Glennon. That's the reason they're starting them. So it is what it is on that one. But let's go ahead and, and pause real quick and bring in Matt. Matt, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Sorry for being a little late hey. this evening, but uh, I'm here, man. Hey, we're just happy yep. to have you here, brother. So well, we already covered a few games. I want to jump into one real quick since there's only a few minutes left before it kicks off. You have the New England at Los Angeles Rams game. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give us your pick? Bobby took L.A. I took New England. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this actually all week um, since since I've been really focusing on these, these week's games here in this is going to be a tough game, man. After New England romp stomped the Chargers right. there, you know they're going to be coming off a high. And they're in Brand- they, they stayed there. Uh, they stay in California for a week. So that's also clearly going to benefit them as well. Where were the Ra- uh, the Rams played the 49ers and lost, and then who did they just play and beat? Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Right. So pretty, pretty impressive win there. I'm 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 going to go with the Rams, man. This one could go either way. Um, I'm picking Rams in a in a 26-23 game. Uh, it should be pretty close, but I think uh, the Rams. I mean, they just have more overall the better team right now. Gotcha. Okay, uh, Minnesota at Tampa Bay, our first one o'clock game. Bobby and I both took Tampa Bay. What do, what do you have? As much as I want to go against the grain here, not just to go against you guys, I think Minnesota's kind of picked it back up here mm-hmm. uh, as the season's gone along. I mean, hey, look, they're six and six. Yep. So. 
very easily could. I mean, this is a huge playoff game. It's massive. You that's know, we. That's exactly yeah, what we discussed. Playoff. That's exactly what we said. So, it being in Tampa, I think that's going to help. Um, just because the warm weather. I know Minnesota being in a dome, but that's going to help Minnesota more than it is Tampa Bay. I'm picking Tampa Bay. Uh, another pretty close game. I'll have them winning 27 to 23. All righty. This one I'm waiting for your pick on Arizona at the New York Giants. Uh, I, I kind of said, you know, to everybody, I, I feel like this is one that Matt's going to uh, he's going to take the Giants on. This is a this is a good one, you know. But me and Bobby, we both took Arizona. Are, are you giving us a sweep, or did the Giants uh, they did they pull on you? No, nah, man, I should have picked the Giants last week. I think they're going to lose this week. I think Arizona's going to pick it up. Uh, all the talk right now on Arizona is uh, about Murray, Kyler Murray, and him. You know, the, the teams are forcing him to pass the ball and, and shutting down those running lanes for him. Mm-hmm. And they're not playing anywhere near at the level that he was. I mean, early, early in the season, like week five, six, uh, they were he was a, you know, number three, four guy almost on MVP consideration. I mean, Kyler Murray is playing that good. And that offense and, and the team in general just hasn't been playing as well. Uh, I think they're going to have a comeback win here against the Giants. Uh, I got them winning 27 to 26 in a really close game. Arizona with the sweep. The matchup that yeah. will not be a sweep this week. KC at Miami. Uh, Matt, I took Kansas City. Bobby's taking Miami with the upset. What say you? Yeah. So you said Bobby's taking Miami. He is. Hey, I got. Hey, Matt, I gotta get. I gotta gain some ground on you guys, man. I gotta reach. I gotta reach, man. Hey, man, I don't, I don't blame you at all. And this is another one. It's another one of those games. But as long as actually two is starting, man, I don't. I think Kansas City's just gonna whoop up on them real early and jump out to a big lead, and it's just gonna be too much for two of the. You know, I, I could see Fitzpatrick coming in in the fourth quarter just to try to score some points and get get a spark going. Um, that's kind of how I see this game playing out. I have KC winning 20, or excuse me, 30 to 20. Wow. All yeah, right. That, All right. That's one of those things in this game right here is that the only way that Miami, in my eyes, can actually be in this game and even steal this game is do not, you know, they, with Tua, they cannot fall behind early and expect him to, you know, make a big comeback or whatnot. If they can keep it close going into, you know, the third, early fourth, they might have an opportunity right there. But you're right, though. Don't let him yeah. out early on you. Now, if I see if this game for some reason, you know, uh, because Kansas City might come out aggressive just to get that big, big early lead, um, if it turns into a close game off off the jump and, and it's, you know, tied or, you know, three point game in the fourth quarter at that point in time, I probably will see two is still, you know, I, I predict him staying in the game at that point. Uh, just because he won't turn the ball over and that gives in itself in the fourth quarter gives you a chance to win. But if it, if they get blown out and then he's not moving that the offense just isn't moving the ball, I see Fitzpatrick coming in halftime and and going from yeah. there. It, it's a tale of two games. It, it's it's hard to predict. Yeah, two is not built. He's not built yet as a rookie to be able to come back against a team like that down early. You know, no, so. not at all, not no. at all. And then finally, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Bobby and I both took Tennessee in this matchup. It's a pretty obvious one in our eyes. What say you? Yeah, I, I mean, I have the score being kind of close, but I see Tennessee being pretty much in control of most of this game. Jacksonville has had a good uh, couple of games where they they tried to fight back and make it a game, but Tennessee they need this win for one. Yes. So that's that's kind of where I have have this one at Tennessee winning twenty four twenty. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Dallas at Cincinnati. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and Matt since you're back, start us off. 
Yeah, so Dallas is uh, on the road uh, this game. <laughs> oh, well, Dallas is favored by three and a half. I mean, obviously, everybody heard that Skin got flexed out, you know, for the um, Cleveland Giants game, I believe. No, I think that's next week. Is that next that's week? next oh. week. Yeah, I have already. I made a note of it already. San Francisco, Dallas is flexed out of the the primetime slot for Cleveland, New York Giants. Who would have thought that? Uh, but go ahead, Matt. So I'm just looking at a couple of fun facts. Uh, you know, we, we're going off NFL.com the schedule. That's how we that's how we run it here. Yeah. And uh, and on this on the schedule, you do, you just type in on the uh, or click uh, insights. And fun fact: Andy Dalton is the first player to face a team. As its current franchise TD leader since Peyton Manning in 23 going up against the Bengals. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Dalton had an interesting career in general so far. I mean, he's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this is a tough game to pick. It is. I'm going to pick the Cowboys only because um, Ezekiel Elliott has, has a good history of going against uh, any AFC North team the past few years. Um, so I have him actually running and taking control of this ball game. Uh, Dallas winning 21 to uh, let's go 14. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I see Zeke getting going this weekend. And keep an eye out for Pollard, who's been getting more uh, more touches as well. Uh, but yep. I actually have Dalton having a pretty solid game. I have this entire Dallas team actually kind of showing up this week and. Uh, Getting an impressive win, nothing crazy, but they're going to win this one, twenty-eight to ten over Cincinnati. Bobby. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously this is going to be a really close game. I mean, both teams really are. I mean, they're pretty evenly matched right now. Obviously, Dallas is playing with an offensive line that's very depleted by all means. You know, Andy Dalton is, um, I mean, doing the best that he can right now. I mean, I really like how C.D. Lamb looked the other night. He's um, obviously showing that he could be a playmaker in this league right now we have the weapons out there but um <clears throat> it's i mean i got dallas winning this game in a very close one 20 to 14 i think they're just playing for jobs right now and uh i don't know if mccarthy's playing for his job i don't know where that program is going right now in the direction obviously you that's know. tough over there in dallas man it's, it really yeah. is i thought that was uh maybe not necessarily the best hire possible but i thought it was an extremely extremely solid hire Agreed. uh when it first when i first heard about it i mean you've seen what green bay's done the past uh just decade or decade or so that he was in you know in charge of that team and wow yeah just the team and and the personnel don't mix i don't know if it's maybe mccarthy's never really been that good of a co- it's tough right now in dallas yeah i mean there's a lot of rumors soaring out there about oklahoma's uh coach you know uh jerry's what's running his ears whatnot right now but um uh, like I say, I mean this. I mean, there's a reason why this game's probably going to be one that's going to not have many rate ratings or whatnot. Dallas does have a falling or whatnot. I really don't have much to say about this. Uh, I wanted to say that we're going to lose this game, but I mean, I think we're more talented on both sides of the ball when it comes to this game. It's going to be ugly, but I got Dallas winning 20 to 14. All right, Houston at Chicago. Houston is just fall. I'm sorry, Houston having a rough season. Chicago just falling apart. Can't get anything going. They're falling all over themselves now at five and seven on the season. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. I'll start this one out for us. Yeah, it's close game. It's favored by one. Yeah, I have the Texans winning this one, and I I do have them winning in in a sort of close game. It's going to be an ugly game, and I use that a lot, but it's just the truth of the matter. That's what it's going to be in this one. Uh, I don't have a whole lot in this one. I think that the the wide receivers are completely banged up for Houston. Uh, Chicago should win this game, but they're going to find a way to lose it. In my eyes, I actually have Houston getting the win in this one, Uh, 19-17. Bobby. 
really not much to say about this game. I think it's going to be a little bit more entertaining and high scoring. Obviously, you know, Sean Watson, you know, I mean, I mean, they got obviously, you know, a player that can light up the stat line uh, at any time. Um, he's entertaining to watch, obviously. Um, I got, I, I mean, I got one. a game right here. Man. I got Houston with this one, uh, 30 to 24. I think it's actually going to be a little bit more entertaining than what a lot of people think. Matt. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be entertaining as well. Actually, I, I got Chicago winning 24-21. I just think that Chicago's defense is going to be too much for that almost weaponless uh, Houston offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a beast. Uh, if he was on almost any other team, he'd be probably an MVP candidate. Uh, very unfortunate with that situation in Texas as well and Houston there. But now I have Chicago, just, just them having the better defense. Uh, I have them hold, holding them down, and it could be a close game. Yeah, too bad they don't have DeAndre Hopkins still. It might have worked out well for them this year. Hey, man, they got David Johnson, dude. He's he's awesome. Yeah. He's so good. We'll see what they do with that pick next year, too. Uh, Denver, uh, Carolina Panthers, both teams 4-8. and eight. Both teams looking for a dub. No McCaffrey this week. Boye suspended for the next six weeks, so four games this year, two games next year. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and Matt, lead us off. Carolina's favorite by four. Yeah, I have, I have Carolina winning by four. I got them winning 27-23. Um, shoot, I don't even know if Denver scored that much. I mean, Carolina's defense isn't very good, but they've played in some close games. Their schedule's been tough. Uh, Denver did play the Chiefs extremely well, uh, but I think Teddy Bridgewater, and, and this, it's a different kind of matchup um, with that team and Carolina. So I'm, I'm going to pick Carolina to win this one at home, 27-23, and – well, this, the score doesn't uh, show how, how far. I mean, I think I think Carolina's going to be in control most of the game. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think the the last week was purely because of it, it, it being a divisional matchup that it's just going to be naturally close. Uh, I do have the Panthers winning this one in a, a little bit higher scoring of a game, but pretty much right on par with what you had, Matt. 28-31, I have Carolina winning this one. Bobby. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to touch base about this one that much. Um, I got Carolina winning this one, 26-17. Carolina with the sweep. Jets at Seahawks. Hey, Seahawks lost last week to a uh, to another New York team, that being the Giants, who are on a roll. Will they make it two in a row against the Jets, uh, Matt? Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Yeah, so this is our, big, our biggest part of the week, obviously, right now. Uh, Seattle's at home, favored by 13 and a half. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Um I mean, yeah, the Seahawks, are, I forget who it was on their defense, came out and said, uh, you know, they they played down to their opponent. In the NFL, you can't do that. It is no. week to week, any given Sunday. We, we know all the cliches and everything else. So it shows more of the Seattle team than the Giants. Uh, again, the Giants are playing well, but in this particular game, I think the Seahawks are going to come back and play extremely good football um, after that letdown. They're definitely not going to let the Jets get their first win against them. That's for sure. I have Seattle winning 30 to 17. Bobby. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pass on this one, man. This is going to be booking with Bobby All right, right here on this. So got let's you. take over. Yeah, no, I'll finish this one up nice and sweet and simple. I got Seattle winning this one. This is going to be their coming out party for their second uh Second second half of the season, their fourth quarters of the season. They're going to get rolling, and this is going to be the game to, to kickstart everything. I got them winning in dominating fashion in this one, uh, 35 to 10. 
Indianapolis taking on the Vegas Raiders. Vegas essentially losing a game last week, even though they didn't, against the Jets with a uh, with a Hail Mary at the end to win it on some questionable defensive uh, on, on a quest of questionable defensive play. Uh, they're taking on the Colts, eight and four, hanging in uh, in the AFC South divisional fight. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and lead us off. Yeah, so uh, Indy's on the road, favored by two and a half in this game. Um, obviously, you just touched point on how Vegas, you know, um, you know that crazy, you know, win last week. I don't know how. I mean, well, there's a reason why. Um, uh, which McCall got fired, defense coordinator Greg Williams. Yep. <clears throat> you know, playing a cover zero and doing a blitz like that when you have a four point lead late in the game like that. That's um, that's going to be. You know, that was. I don't. I, I will never understand that especially from a really well-respected defensive coordinator that's been in this league for like 20 plus years. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it's an interesting match matchup. I mean, Indy's, you know, a team that's obviously going to, um, I mean, they're going to, they're going to compete. I just see, um, I, I like, I like, um, I like Vegas in this game right here. I think it's going to be a hard fought game. I like, I like to see, I like Bruggs, you know, continuing, you know, off his big catch last week. I got Vegas at home on this one. 22 to 12. 20 to 12. I got the uh, I got the Colts winning. Go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. Kind of an ugly football no, game, sir. Football game. You know, 20 to 12. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I I don't have it as a crazy game. I, I see turnovers galore in this game. Uh, I like Indy's defense. They've taken a little bit of a step back, but they're still a top five defense. Uh, Carr, I think, is going to take some shots this week to prove that that game last week was a complete fluke, and I I think it's going to kind of hurt them. More than it's going to help him. I have Indy winning this one, staying alive in that AFC South hunt, uh, twenty-one to seventeen. Matt, so I want to pick the Raiders in this game. Everything for some reason in my gut is telling me to pick the Raiders, but I am not doing it. This normally does not work out well. That's why I'm stating that right I love now. It. I love it. Uh, but I'm, I'm picking Indy. Uh, their defense is just too much. Really solid D. Um, Phillip Rivers is playing some decent ball. Offense overall, playing some decent ball. T.Y. Hilton coming to life, man. He oh, was, yeah. I'm sure, huge disappointment for a lot of people's fantasy teams this year. Didn't do nothing except for the past two weeks. I mean, he's probably actually got some people in the playoffs. And, and I mean, it's been huge uh, fantasy-wise the past couple of weeks. But overall, Indy's just a better team. But I, I can easily see the Raiders uh, coming off after – a game they should have lost, mm -hmm. uh, didn't play well at any facet. I can see them playing. It's just going to be a close game. Um, it could go either way, but I'm picking Indy. Picking Indy. All right. Washington football team coming off a very impressive win versus the undefeated Steelers. Uh, going up against the San Francisco 49ers at five and seven. Not only yeah. displaced <laughs> from their home, fighting. You know they're not they're not quitting on that team. Uh, you got to give them all the credit in the world for hanging around. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and lead us off. You're chomping at the bits over there. Yeah, so, um, you know, San Fran's favored by three and a half in this game. Um, <clears throat> I was going back and forth. I, I'll be honest with you, it's hard to say this as being a Dallas fan, but I give respect when respect is due right now. I really like the way this Washington football team is playing right now. Um, obviously, you know, Alex Smith, you know, is just earning more and more and more respect. I mean, I don't see anybody that can be comeback player of the year by him, especially that the way, the way they're playing right now, especially seeing that, the blood go down his ankles last week. I mean, this dude is like earning so much more respect out of, I mean, he's earning the respect out of everybody in the NFL right now. And um, Ron Rivera, like I mentioned last night, you know, up there for coach of the year. Um, I love that defense, man. I love that defense. I love that front seven. 
I love their style of football, the way they're playing. God, this is so hard for me to say this. Can you believe that I'm giving all this respect to the Washington <laughs> football club? <laughs> but like I say, I mean, I give respect when respect is due. Um, I do see Sam Fran pulling this game out, though, in a very close game, low scoring. Because, I mean, that's, you know, what, what Washington football team does. They're going to obviously, um, that's their style of football right there. I mean, they're not going to get blown out. They're not going to give a lot of points up. But I do have Sam Fran uh, winning this game in close fashion, 20 to 17. All right, Matt, you agree? Uh, man, this is this was probably the hardest, if not one of the hard, definitely top three hardest games to pick, especially after that win. Yeah. Off Pittsburgh. San Francisco has been extremely hit or miss. You just don't know what you're going to get from Nick Mullins and, and that offense from week to week. Same thing with the defense. Man, was this for me just really tough game. I mean, honestly, I want to pick the Washington football team, but I'm not just because of who they – that's exactly who they are. Uh, they'll probably find a way to lose this next game. I'll, I'll pick San Francisco winning uh, 24-17 and probably a pretty damn tight contested game. Yeah, I'm going Washington, man. I'm taking them. I, I, you know what? I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm going to be the one to step in there and do it. I like this defense. This defense is good. And I think they're going to put Alex Smith in enough positions to where he can manage this team to win. I don't know the status on Gibson as far as what he's going to be doing. Uh, looks like they, they, they found some love there with Logan Thomas underneath. Uh, I, I'm taking Washington this one. Bobby, like you said, it's going to stay as a low-scoring game. I have it as a, an extremely close game, 13-14. Washington. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. New Orleans takes on Philadelphia. New Orleans heading to Philly, I believe. It has not been confirmed yet, but it's it's looking more and more like Drew Brees will be back this week against Philly, and Jalen Hurts will be starting for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles as Wentz takes the bench. Uh, your battle of uh, a 10-2 team that's clinched a playoff berth and a 3-8-1 team that is still in the running somehow. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. I'll lead us off. All right, so uh, New Orleans is on the road, favored by seven against Philly. Yeah, I got New Orleans. I don't care. Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, I, Matt Kennelly. I, I don't care. Whoever's starting that quarterback is going to get it done for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think this team is too good. They have just so much depth at every position right now. They actually, believe it or not, right now, per NFL.com, have the number one ranked defense in the league going against a rookie. Not a good matchup. Not a good matchup at all. Look for them to rush this ball a lot, keep control of the game, and, and, and get a fairly easy win, 28-13. to 13. Bobby. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, a, you know, Jalen Hurts' first start, you know, for Philadelphia. I mean, you know, I mean I'm mean, i happy he got the start. I think this is more of a, um, you know, a trial period to see what they got in the second-round pick in the draft. So this is more of a, like, a rehearsal for him. I think they're going to let him – finish out the year right now since they're not in contention and then out of East. Um, what a tough matchup, though, you know, for your first start of your career against a, a, a defense for New Orleans that's playing really good football right now. Um, I really don't see this as much of a game. I think you're going to see, you know, obviously some um, hiccups, you know, for his first start against, like I said, against a pretty decent defense right here. I got New Orleans running away with this one, 32 to 13. All right, Matt. Yeah, I have New Orleans running away with this one. Uh, why put in Jalen Hurts? Uh, I mean, no, we have four games last quarter of the season. Their season is pretty much lost, even with Carson Wentz at quarterback. I don't see them uh, pulling pulling any any miracles here in the last four games. Agreed. Tough. Um, even with Taysom Hill. Yeah. He said, man, Matt Kennelly at quarterback. Man, I wish I was a quarterback of the New Orleans fans, <laughs> especially uh, – 
against my team there. I, I don't know. I probably, I might have been able to throw a touchdown pass in there. Our defense is – that's a whole other story. Anyway, I'm picking New Orleans easily handed. I mean, low-scoring game for the most part because they're just not going to need to do much. I have them winning 23-14. Well, I'm glad you brought up uh, your team, man, because that's where we're heading next. Atlanta taking on the L.A. Chargers. It's going to be an in L.A. battle of uh, a 4-8 and eight and 3-9 and nine team here. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and lead us off. Yeah, I'll go ahead and leave this off. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Atlanta's on the road, favored by two and a half. Uh, I just see, you know, um, Herbert, obviously, you know, uh, showing some really bright spots this year. I like Atlanta right now. I think they're, you know, one of those teams, you know, that, like they do year in, year out. They start off slow. Dumpster fired, you know, Matt, as we've seen in the past. But, I mean, they're playing football right now. Uh, I, I see them blowing them out. I got, I got this as being the biggest blowout of the week right here. I just think, you know, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Matt Ryan and company. Uh, I think the Chargers right now, even though it's in L.A., I don't really see this as even being that much of a close matchup at all. Got Atlanta with this one big, 42-14. to 14. Wow. I don't have all that. I have it being a shootout, though. Uh, we're we're going to have some fun in this one. There's not going to be a whole lot of defense whatsoever. I have uh, Atlanta edging them out, though. And and I'm telling you, it's gonna be a high-scoring game, 42-49, Atlanta. Woo! And I hope I hope you're right. I mean, red zone. Yeah, that, I was gonna say, yeah, that'll be that'll be a hell of a game to watch. It's gonna it's gonna be a high-scoring game. And in, in all reality, I don't see less than than both teams scoring at least 30 points, at least. So I'm I'm actually right there with you, Wes. I I have the Chargers winning though, 34 to 30. Uh, oh. Just because our offense just can't get nothing going, it doesn't matter who we have. They were inaccurate last week. I did make note of that going into this. I, I'm I'm hoping that they got they went into the lab and got it under control, but you know it, it's tough well, during you COVID. Thought, you know, uh, three weeks ago playing the Saints and then playing the Saints two weeks later that you know we lost twenty four to nine. Anytime we play the Saints and the game is in the twenties, the, the Falcons need to win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you keep that New Orleans offense under. You know, 24 points. You've done a damn good job, in my opinion, as a defense. And uh, and you, it, with the weapons that we have, there ain't no reason why we shouldn't have been able to, especially win this last game. Had plenty of opportunities. Very disappointing. Never been a fan of Dirk Cutter. Um, can't believe that we hired him again. Very, just very, yeah. very disappointing. Very disappointing there. But no, nah, again, high scoring game. I have you know 74 points total, or excuse me, uh, uh 64 points total. And LA is just going to get the win. I mean, they're coming off that ugly loss. I think Justin Herbert's just going to light us up in the air game. We're going to find so, out. Uh, be fun to watch, man. We're all over the place on this game. For Love sure, it. all high scoring yeah. for that's for sure. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay nine and three versus Detroit five and seven. This game does take place in Detroit. Both coming off wins. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give spread and uh, Matt lead us off. Yeah, Green Bay's uh, favored by seven and a half on the road. Yeah, I got Green Bay definitely winning this game. I mean, they romp stomped the the Lions the last time they played. I believe it was like 42-24 or something like that. It, it was pretty bad. I, I see it being a little bit closer of a game. Again, the Lions have just always been that team. Again, you don't know what they're going to get week in and week out. You don't know what the hell you're going to get from them or Matt Stafford or a lot of people from that team. But Green Bay, they're rocking and rolling. I got them winning 28-27 in a pretty close game. Lions make it interesting at the end of the game. Yeah, I'm kind of with you in that. I don't have it that close, but I have uh, Aaron Rodgers making some mistakes in this game, but it's not really mattering in the in the whole grand scheme of things. I still have Green Bay winning it. 
24 to 20. I, I think it will be a close game as well, but I think they do enough to get it done. Nothing more, nothing less. Just get the dub. Bobby. Yep. And not so fast, my friends. Ooh. Um, Daryl Bevel, man. You know, I mean, he won his first game last week as an interim coach right now. I know a lot of Detroit fans are happy they cleaned house. That was just a long time coming. Mm. Um, these teams always play tough against each other. I mean, obviously, a, a, a C North rivalry game. I got Detroit winning this game. Daryl Bevel going 2-0. Detroit 24, Green Bay 23. Detroit, shout out. Shout wow. out. I know your boy is okay. like loving it, that pick. Okay, I like it. Bobby's trying to make up ground, man. I I really like it. Yeah, you're, you're you're picking the right ones. You're definitely picking the got right you, ones man. where it could be you, close. Catch up, man. Here, hey, here's another good matchup for you. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh coming off their first loss of the season to the Washington Football Team. They're sitting at 11 and one, going against that Buffalo Bills team, trying to charge late and get into the postseason with some uh with some fire. Bobby, give us yeah. the spread, and I'll lead us. Or actually, you know what? You can lead us off, Bobby. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, Buffalo's favoring this one by two and a half. You know, obviously against that. Uh, the 11-1 um, Steelers, who suffered their first loss last, last week to the Washington football team. Um, another upset, baby. I like this Buffalo team a lot. Um, actually, no. Yes, I do like this Buffalo team a lot. Even And I was kind of surprised at their favorite. I am, you too. Know? I am, too. Favorite by two and a half in this game, which is very shocking right now. I think Pittsburgh is definitely Mike Tomlin's going to get those boys coming back, practicing real hard this week. Hard nose. This is going to be a really fun game to watch because it's going to be cold up there in Buffalo. I know we're in December. Might even have some snow. Both teams are used to playing those type of um, uh, atmosphere and weather. Uh, I got Pittsburgh rebounding after that loss last week in a really fun game to watch. 26 to 23. Pittsburgh. Matt. Another close game. I'm going to have Pittsburgh taking another L just because the way that Buffalo has been playing here the past couple weeks. I mean, just. Josh Allen lights out, playing really good. That defense is good. Um, we've been wondering about Pittsburgh kind of all year. They've, they've squeaked out of some of these games. Their schedule has been extremely soft, in my opinion. And uh, you would think they got, you know, would wake up after that Washington loss. But uh, man, I this is a way, we're not talking about the, you know the Giants or the Washington football team or any. You know, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills, and we know what they're about. And I think. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's either going to be a low-scoring game or a really high-scoring game. Um, I have it kind of right in the middle right now. Uh, I have uh, Buffalo winning 24. Yeah, uh, so you, uh, Bobby, you got Pitt. Matt, you got Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo too, man. I got Pittsburgh dropping two straight. I like Buffalo, like you said, for all the reasons you went over. Uh, I think this defense, if they can get a little bit better, this will probably be one of the best. It will be the best team in the AFC right now, uh, or the second best, I guess, behind Kansas City. But they they can be there. They're they're in that conversation right now. You talked about it yesterday, Matt. You put them in your top echelon of AFC teams. I do too. Um, this this team's strong, man. Uh, and that's no hit on Pittsburgh. Uh, I think Pittsburgh slips two weeks in a row. They're going to be fine. It's no big deal. But Buffalo gets a lot of respect after this game. Uh, because you know, I, I, they got a lot of love early on and it kind of faded when they lost a couple, but I mean, this is a nine and three football team. They deserve the respect. I'm giving them it. Yeah. I think they beat uh, Pittsburgh in this one in a close one, uh, 24 to, tw- uh, 24, 17, excuse me. Yeah, this is, you know what? I'm looking forward to watching this game. Right I am here. too. I mean, good Sunday night wrong, game. Man. Good Sunday night yeah, game. Big, a big Buffalo fan, you know, going into the season, man, you know, obviously with Tom Brady leaving New England and knowing that, you know, Buffalo was obviously obviously going to be, you know, um, pick over that realm, you know, at the time. 
but you know, James Conner coming back off the COVID list that we talked about earlier. I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make, but um, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Hey, let's go ahead and move on to that Monday night game. Another fun one, ASC North rivalry game. You have Baltimore versus Cleveland. Both these, I'm, this is going to be a hell of a game. I mean, you got a nine and three and a seven and five team that aren't even leading their division right now. I mean, this is this is going to be a good matchup. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and I'll lead us off. Yeah, <laughs> what a game. Um, Baltimore uh, favored by one. I mean, pretty much a pick them. Baltimore favored by one. Oof, man, I'm I, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go ahead and lead us off here. I, I'm taking Cleveland in this game. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Matt, you freaking nailed it on the head uh, last night or yesterday. Uh, he's letting the team win the game. He's not putting everything on his shoulders. He's understanding how to be a pro. We're watching him evolve in front of us. And I hope it continues to go in the right direction because he needs to understand that, you know, he does have those weapons. And I think I'm telling you, this team got so much better when they became quiet. Nobody's talking about Cleveland right now. This is a damn good football team and they don't want to hear that. They're just kind of flying under the radar right now. It's amazing. You know, OBJ goes out and this team goes silent. I mean, radio silence. You know, I haven't heard anything about them and they're just winning, 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 winning. Well, I got them winning again on Monday night. They're going to get national respect on Monday night. And then this team is going to, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting primed for the playoffs guys. And uh, Baltimore is going to have a lot of questions after this game, but give me Cleveland in this one, uh, 35 to 31. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Who's that? I'll go. I'll go real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't know if anybody are yeah. Uh, so I got Baltimore winning twenty-seven twenty. Should be a pretty good game. Uh, which I, I know is the Steelers. I think the Browns played. I mean, this was many weeks ago now. Um, but they got just cried. Well, I think I picked Cleveland to win the game, and they just got destroyed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I think this far into the season, that running game, dude. I'm, I keep saying it every week. Yep, Chubb and and Kareem Hunt, best running back duo possibly in NFL history. It's insane. Uh, one of them doesn't even have to be on and, and, and playing that well, uh, but just having them both on the field, you don't know what you're gonna get. You know if they're gonna catch it, are they gonna do, are they gonna run the ball? You just don't know. Um, but Baltimore's had some tough losses. I think Baltimore is due for a, a like a, a real solid win, and I think uh, Lamar Jackson's actually gonna have you know. Maybe close to 300 passing yards in, in a couple of seasons in there. Maybe even maybe even three. So that sounds like a bold prediction. We'll save that for later. This is a battle of the number one and two rushing teams, by the way. So quite a matchup, Bobby. Uh, break the tie. Who's getting it? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one thing right now. I mean, arguably to me, you know, Miles Garrett um, is definitely up there for Defensive Player of the Year. If there's anybody that can contain Lamar Jackson from getting outside those, um, you know, the five six gap outside those tackles where he's really dangerous. And pulling it, I mean, the guy's playing, you know, like the best player, you know, defensive player in the NFL right now. It's going to be a great football game to watch. These two teams obviously have a lot of history. <clears throat> Just going back by namesake, you know, taking namesake or whatnot. Um, uh, I, I can't wait to watch this game. What a great, uh, what a great setup it's going to be. Um, I got Cleveland winning this one, 27 to 20, uh, 27 to 23. All I like right. Cleveland right now. They're starting to rock and roll. Um, Baker Mayfield is playing at a really high level. It's going to be fun to watch. I think that obviously it's going to be um, Miles Garrett is going to be the deciding factor in this game. He's playing at a really, really extremely high level right now. If anybody can slow down Lamar Jackson, I mean, obviously they're in the game plan around him. 
but uh, they're going to move him around on that D line, you know, left to right or not. So um, it's going to be fun to watch, but I got Cleveland. 27-23. All right. Well, let's go ahead and roll back up. We're going to New York Jets at Seattle. That's your book it. Go ahead and give it to us, bro. All right, man. Well, <clears throat> obviously, we saw what happened last week with the Seattle Seahawks against um, Colt McCoy and Alfred Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, arguably, you know, the biggest upset of the year. I see a really big um, I see a really big rebound. You know, Russell Wilson hasn't been playing the type of football that we are. I mean, I think the three of us can arguably say that in the first month, month and a half of football, that he was um, an MVP candidate. If Without, not a doubt. Front, Without a doubt. You know, if not the front runner. Uh, the Jets right now, you know, that heartbreaking loss last week, they uh, fired Greg Williams. They had that game in the pocket. Um, I just, you know, it's, I mean, they're to the point right now with, with three games up in the season. I mean, you haven't won a game. Jacksonville's 1-1 or Jacksonville's 1-11. They're 0-12. I'm not saying they're going to blow, you know, I just don't see any way that the Jets can go into Seattle coming off a loss like Seattle did, even though the spread is 13 and a half in that game. I got Seattle book it with Bobby on this one, man. I mean, I, I'm pretty confident out of all my book it with Bobby's this year, right here. Ooh. I got Seattle in 40 to 20 covering the spread. There you go. A big rebound. Russell Wilson, you know, trying to show his thing right now. Um, uh, DK Metcalf. You know, Carson's back, you know, healthy. He had a solid show on last week. Um, book it with Bobby on that right there. Seattle 40 to 20, covering 13 and a half. Okay. On your money. All right. Okay. Well, before we get on to what, what's grinding Matt's gears, let's uh, let's get these locks in. Uh, I got New Orleans. I'll start mine out. I got New Orleans Saints coming back. Like I said, I don't care who's playing quarterback. I kind of foreshadowed it earlier, but it don't matter who's playing quarterback. I got New Orleans winning this game versus Philly. I'm just happy I hadn't picked New Orleans yet. Bobby, who's your lock for the week? My lock for the week is going to be Arizona. Arizona over the Giants. Arizona over the Giants. And Matt. Um, Shoot, man. Uh, i got to go through my list real quick. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I can run you through if you'd like. or I think you got it. But... Yeah, if you can, just to make yeah, – yeah, go ahead. So we have Kansas City, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, New England, Houston, the Los Angeles Rams – Pittsburgh, the New York Giants, the Los Angeles Chargers, New Orleans, Las Vegas, and Tennessee, you've all picked, which have led you to a 10-3 and record. Good Lord. I, I need the teams that I uh, haven't picked yet. Man. <laughs> uh, good God almighty. Uh, oh, let's look a look at my games. I've picked them. I've picked, I've picked Minnesota, right? Uh, I don't have Minnesota. I have them losing, so I can't yeah, do that. I guess. say. <laughs> uh views kc uh i got dallas in there how about chicago i haven't used chicago Ooh, yet have I? Have you, you definitely haven't used chicago all right well guess what here oh, it is oh my chicago fans out there that listen to this podcast yo i'm with y'all this week this is the only <laughs> week of the year this is it this, this is, is it. it this is it yeah. y'all, y'all enjoy it because you already know right back after this week it's Chicago, get out of here, all y'all Chicagoans, and get yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, okay. So that 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 seems to have a special place in your heart, but something's grinding your gears, Matt, and we need to know what. So tell us. Oh boy, um, I think I gave him. Uh, no, I don't think I actually did really give too much of a sneak peek yesterday in yesterday's show. But uh, man, you know what? You know what it is? Is I hate the New Orleans Saints. They grind <laughs> my gears every day of my life. It's a division uh, rival thing, you man. You don't even have to do nothing. I mean, it, it's it's past that now. I I don't like. I'm not. Oh, 
I don't want to say it. I don't like Sean Payton, man. I don't want to even. I hard <laughs> to give him respect. Don't no, no, I don't want to say I, that. I can say all day. I hate Sean Payton. I can't stand that guy. It annoys the hell out of me. Uh, a couple years ago, after the Super Bowl loss, he's yelling at Devontae Freeman and, and and holding his, you know, doing the choke thing, holding his neck and going, "You choke, you go." You know, that's all fine. As a player, I think you can do that. But as a a head coach of the NFL. Uh, not classy for me, but just the Saints in general, man. I can't stand them. You got Taysom Hill with that little triangle mouth that he's got when he smiles. He's got a little, <laughs> little point. I can't stand him. How the hell? I guess the, what, the Falcons should be grinding my gears, honestly. But how how did we not stop this clown? The dude didn't even throw a touchdown pass in the first game, but threw two in the second one. I mean, I, dude, I hate the Saints so much. I hate the Saints so much. And then we got Roddy White over here. Uh, you guys, if you, uh, if you yeah. don't follow Roddy yep. White's Twitter, yep. it's actually it's really good. We're on it. Oh, I'm on it. Normal. So, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, y'all saw, probably saw him. Uh, oh, it's Saints week. I'm talking shit all week. He guaranteed uh, it. He, he guaranteed it. it. Sean Payton retweeted it right after the fucking game. Right, and then yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you got Sean Payton, the head coach, retweeting. Right, you know what I mean? It's just like, but that's who that guy is, man. We all remember Bounty Gate. Yep, we do. Uh, I don't, I don't care what anybody says about that because that was Greg Williams as well as their he defensive was? coordinator. That time. Yep. Right, not a fan of Greg Williams. I hope he never gets another job in the NFL. I think he sucks. Uh, that that play call with the Jets was stupid, but I hate the Saints. Everybody should hate the Saints. There it is. There it is. Matt says everyone should hate the Saints, and uh, they obviously grind in his gears. Bobby. Yeah, just a little update right now. Um, uh, the Rams are up 10 nothing on New England. minute and a half left in the first quarter. Yeah, my pick's not looking so good now, gentlemen, but we'll see. We'll see. Hey, let's do our, uh, let's do our power rankings and then wrap this, uh, wrap this up. We haven't done it in a couple weeks, so we should see a little bit of a shift. Uh, I'll go ahead and lead this one off. So my uh, my fifth ranked team this uh, this week is the Packers. Uh, I still like that Packers team. They're not they are my second highest NFC team, but I, I still think they've got a lot to show that they haven't shown off yet. I like Lafleur's play call style. I think Rodgers is on board and Jones is getting healthy at the right time. As long as they can stay healthy into the playoffs, I like this team. Number four, the Bills. I talked about them earlier. I'm really high on this team. I think they're priming themselves for a potential deep run in the playoffs. Whether that'll happen, we'll see over the coming weeks what they do uh, to, to improve that defense by a little bit. Uh, at number three, I have the Steelers dropping uh, a few positions. They go down. Uh, I have the Bills beating the Steelers this week, so I know that's kind of backwards, but I need the Bills to show me before I can give them that much credit. But I, I think they get it done. I think they get it done, and, and then they'll, they'll go up accordingly on my rankings if they do. Number two, the Saints. They're able, As much as Matt hates them, they were able to win without Matt, uh, without Drew Brees, and they got it done with Taysom Hill. Uh, that, that gets a lot of credit out of my book, and now you're getting Drew Brees back in a really good game going against the Philadelphia team that looks really bad. So... Things continue to look up for the Saints. And then number one, it's no surprise, the Chiefs, they're going to stay there and they'll continue to be there now that the Steelers have lost until they show me otherwise. This team's just too complete and too hard to beat right now. Uh, Matt, go ahead. All right, so uh, power rankings, man, power rankings. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go five to one here as always. Um, I'm picking Tampa Bay at five this week. Um, they still hit or miss. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead. Man, that AFC is stacked. I'm actually just – sorry. I'm actually really just really looking into uh, mm-hmm. their whole conference and their records. Wow. Wow, isn't it? 
They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams that are above 500. New England six and six, and then just you know five or six teams that are uh, you know right there under 500. But ah uh, man, four. Uh, let's go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks at number four. Uh, number three, we're gonna go Buffalo Bills. I really like the way they've been playing. And uh, I'm going to put uh, yeah, New Orleans at number two. Blah, blah. Fuck that. I can't say New Orleans. And then uh, we're going to go KC. I'm not even at Pittsburgh in my Yeah, Pittsburgh my drops right big time after that yeah, Washington big time, L. Big time for me. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Bobby, finish this out for us. Yeah, I mean, this was a tough one for me. You know, I'm kind of torn here in the top. You know, um, we're going five to one, like we said, yep. obviously. Um God, I really like the Bills in this one, um, and I really like not like the Rams. But I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Seahawks, man. I mean, sitting at eight and four right now, um, I see a big late rush, and obviously I got a little homerism when it comes to this team right now. I think that they're going through their um, their biggest bumps right now. I think we're gonna see a big rebound this week against the Jets, so I'm gonna have them at number five. Seahawks at number five. Number four, I'm gonna go with the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, they're very strong. They're sitting at nine and three. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Devontae Adams, you know, Aaron Jones. I mean, they're, they're, they're powerful. They know how to play when it, you know, this late in the season when it gets cold up there. Very dangerous football team. Um, number, uh, number three, I'm going to go ahead and go with the New Orleans Saints, you know, sitting at 10, 10 and 2. Um, is Breeze coming back this week? Did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Or? It's looking like he so, is right now. Nothing confirmed yet, but it's looking like it. Yeah, I mean, what an impressive, you know, like, remember last year, you know, when he went out and then, you know, Teddy Bridge came in and won all those games for him? Yep. Taysom Hill did the same thing right now. So I think Breeze is going to be excited to come back. So I'm going to go ahead and have them sitting there at number three. And at uh, number two, I'm going to go ahead and with the um, – I'm going to go ahead and go with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Ooh. You know, at, yeah. Um, I still um, – obviously, you guys know who number one is going to be. Um KC is kind of showing me a little bit of like, uh, you know, on that, you know, that defensive side of the ball is kind of questionable. Obviously, we know what they can do, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I mean, if I could do 1A, 1B, it'd be Kansas City and Pittsburgh, but I'll go ahead and just do, you know, Kansas City and number two. And at number one, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh, right. even though, you know, you know, taking that loss they did against uh, a Washington team, which, you know, yeah, I mean, that was a huge upset, but I mean, I, you know, I think this Washington team's a team that a lot of teams don't want to play. You know, there you go. Play. You're right. You're definitely so, right. That's uh, that's very interesting, man. So we have uh, we have two teams with uh, two of us have Seahawks in Bobby and Matt. I don't have them in at all. Uh, Steelers hang tight at one for you, Bobby. They drop about to third for me and uh, completely fall out of Matt's top five altogether. And uh, wow, yeah, I really like that. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting to sit here and look at these. But uh, other than that, pretty similar. Uh, Bucks are the one outlier, really, uh, with Matt. But uh, yeah, man, this this is it. We're coming towards the end. Uh, our picks are coming towards the end. We talked about the playoffs in our in our fantasy league. That's going to be a great weekend. So we'll have some information on that next uh, next week. And other than that, that's about it, gentlemen. So as always, I appreciate you joining me for an hour uh, an hour you know twice a week, and it's a blast, and I have fun with it. And, I love it, man. I yeah. love it, guys. I love it. Uh, it's it's been uh, kind of crappy the past couple of weeks. I know with the holidays, and then uh, Bobby, hopefully you're uh, starting to to come to a little bit more over there with the the COVID situation. Hope we hope you're doing yeah. better, my man. Hope you're doing better. Tomorrow is my first day back at work. They told me they're like, hey, since it being Friday, 
you don't need to come back, man. Just start on Monday. I said, hell no, man. I've only worked like three hours in the last month, man. I need normalcy in my life. I'm like, I will be there tomorrow smiling. I'll be there early tomorrow. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet you, oh, man, I bet you, you cannot get back in there. Bobby's and, taking uh, it to bed right after the podcast. Yeah. I'll get back to work, man. And I just, um, you know, this whole situation is just uh, fucked up, man. It's, you know, so, uh, you know, we lost. I don't know if I told you guys last night, but I think I did, but. Our principal, our leader of our school, died of COVID yesterday, man, which mm-hmm. is a big staple in our community. And, uh, you know, it affects everybody different. You know, Kelly, you know, my girlfriend's going through the same thing right now. She's got a little bit worse than I, even though she's going to be fine and recover off it. But um, just a city situation, man, all around. You know, it's putting like a wildfire down here. Just, um, I don't know what anybody's opinions is, politics aside or whatnot, but I downplayed it in the beginning until I got it. I'm like, wear your mask, man, because it's not going anywhere anytime soon, man. Just hey, man, and, and, and Bobby, I, I was right there with you. I mean, just going into 7-Eleven, and that's, you know, those are shit. 7-Eleven, Walmart, those, you know, grocery store, those are the last places you should not, you know, not be wearing a mask. And, and I, I was one of those people uh, just, just being a little inconsiderate and young and dumb. And I was you know, too. Yeah, man, and, and I, you know what? You know, and again, this is a way off topic a little bit here. I'm a plumber. And in people's houses all day. I just, you know what? Just wear the mask. I'll throw gloves on. It don't, if don't do it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you don't care, if you get COVID, all that stuff, don't do it for yourself. Do yeah. it for your your family member that's got, you know, some asthma or COPD or my grandmother for Christ's sake. Uh, yeah. got COPD. So that's where I'm at on that. Uh, I know we haven't really gone this deep into the COVID thing, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's getting bad out there. It's flu season, so it's only yeah. going to get worse. And my dad is 80 years old. Just tested positive four days ago, and <laughs> thank God he has no symptoms right now, man. But every morning, you know, I'm waking up. First thing I do, I call. Hey, how you feeling? How you feeling? You know. Oh, yeah. well, my, my my prayers out to him, man, for sure. And anybody else out there who's got it, or family member who's got it, or is actually even maybe had somebody pass away from it. Uh, you know, shouts out to all you guys and and. But hey, let's be smart about this, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it ain't going nowhere until we we get it under control. So, yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, it's good to hear that you're doing good right now, Bobby. For yeah, man. That's that's the, normal, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear that you're doing. Too. Go ahead. Uh, my bad. Uh, uh, just going in on on. Uh, we didn't really talk about. Uh, you know, when Bobby wasn't here uh, a couple weeks ago, me and Wes were doing it. Um, we're talking about the high school team and, and the playoff game and all this stuff. Uh, we don't have to go too far into it, but win, loss, uh, what, what was kind of the deal there? Well, game, Bobby. well, I mean, the day before on a Thursday, um, me and two other coaches, coincidentally, there's five of us that coach the defense, you know, all headsets. Me and the two defensive coordinators, or Coach Rollins, the head coach, he's the one that calls the defense and he's the head coach of the team. So me, uh, Coach Hackett, Coach Cox, all tested positive. Uh, apparently, you know, um, on Monday, three days before that, we all rode in the van to go scout the team that we were going to be playing that following, you know, that week, you know, the winner of that team we were going to play. We are all in the van, and co- unfortunately, Coach Hackett, I was driving. He was sitting next to me, passenger side. He tested positive, so they did contact tracing, and um, we couldn't coach, three of us. So we had one coach. Our head coach, Coach Rowan, the only man on the headset, not just only being the head coach, but had to coach a whole defense by himself and be the head coach of the team. That's so insane. we had to sit out, all three of us coaches, man, after 
all the hard work that we put in, you know, with the players and practice and this and that, man, we couldn't coach that playoff game, which is fine. I mean, I get it. You know, rules are rules, regulation, COVID, this and that. Everybody's suffering through it, you know, through the NFL and college or not. But that I'd was like hard. To see that, yeah, and I'd like to see that uh, same scenario happen. Well, you know, God forbid everybody being healthy, uh, but that's that's kind of scenario happening in the NFL. What would happen if it was, yeah, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you know, quarterbacks coach and then you know the assistant head you know if, if something like that happened what i mean yeah i guess the head coach could would have to be in control of all of it i couldn't even imagine the the responsibility that comes with that well and you know what though matt like you know um you know our head coach Roland wanted to cancel that game you know because it's you know it's hard. you can't you can't coach a defense and you know in the high school level 8-8 florida playoff game you know by yourself so they were they were thinking you know like maybe we should just cancel the game or not but the three of us were like, no, man, just go coach, do it yourself, man, because at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about the kids. Let them play the game, especially those seniors, man. You can't, you know, let them play. Let them play that game, man. So, you know, even though it's it's very hard to win a football game with one coach, coaching defense. <laughs> it's in Pop Warner. Absolutely. High Absolutely. school football. So, at the end of the day, we're like, man, just win or lose, man, you know, like especially those seniors. Let them go out and play that last game. And we couldn't let them not play a game. Agreed. Agreed. And we're glad they at least yeah. got to go out there and play that. Well, Bobby, Matt, as always, like I said, it's a pleasure. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, this has been the extra point. Thanks to all the new listeners that we have because we jumped up quite a bit. Uh, and, I'm going to uh, see nothing, Ram. We'll, we'll, see you, we'll see you next week. Take it easy. All right, guys.